This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Kesha and the Creepies is a production of iHeartRadio. You know, I'm as scared as anyone about robots and what's going to happen because it's going to when it happens going to be so quick and they're not going to be like they're not going to be like scary. Spooky well, it's already happened. We're already fused with we're, we're robots where we sleep with our phones. Have you like ever lost your phone and been like, <gasps> like the physical reaction you I, have? My phone died for two hours the <laughs> other week and I literally <laughs> Had multiple people think I died. We're in a relationship with robots already. Everyone's like, who would date a robot? It's like, you're already doing it with your phone. So are you psychic? Yes. No, Are I was, we all psychic? I was, yes, I think every this person... This is your podcast. Welcome to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you just witnessed my great psychic abilities in real time. Welcome to Kesha and the Creepies. Please welcome Whitney Cummings. Yay! There'll be spooky sounds here. Okay. <laughs> yes, I do fancy myself psychic, but I think everyone has that ability. How so? I think it's about listening to your intuition, which is such like a roll your eyes, hoogly boogly thing Mm -hmm. to say to most people. But I feel like you're on the same page with me that like if you really tap into like your gut, like if you get underneath the fear and you get underneath trauma Mm -hmm. and you get like underneath all that, your body has reactions, whether they come out in dreams. For me, it's in dreams or like sometimes I'll just like see something. Yeah. And then I'll be like, oh, it's the truth. And then I'll get a call three months later. It's like. Oh, your ex-boyfriend's fucking that girl. And I'm like, I knew oh, I that. know. I, I knew, knew that. that. I already knew that. Everybody knows everything all the time. Yeah. 
That's fascinating. I It's weird. It's like I went to a psychic. There was this one psychic I used to go to all the time. Oh, I heard you go once a year to the same woman or no? Yes. And it's weird because she is like a mirror, you know? She basically would just be like, okay, I'm going to tell you what you're telling me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of like what we just did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like Gavin DeBecker, who is the, like the number one security guy in um, like celebrity land, Hollywood world. He says every woman that was like assaulted or had something horrible happen to them, they always said in their like post interview or whatever you call it, I knew it. I knew there was something off about that guy. I just fucking knew it. Well, just your gut will tell you if someone But he offered to carry my groceries. Like he came Jeffrey Dahmer. We've been so trained to not listen to our gut. We've been so pathologized to go, you're crazy, you're psycho. Or you're being neurotic. You're neurotic. You're You're sensitive. You're emotional. Yeah. Those are Are you on your period? Are you Do you have I was going to say IBS, but I thought <laughs> IUD on the brain. I was like, I, but it's it's just dismissive. It's just uncomfortable for other people to have emotions. So And intuition, too, because you say something that's like, oh, yeah, I know that. It's just like it's too freaky. Yeah. And that's what the whole podcast is about, is talking about just like things that are a little freaky, but also might broaden your perspective of yes. what's possible. So good. So, so good. it can go anywhere from like, tell me the craziest ghost story you have or like to psychic stuff or just like existentially. How do you feel on this earth when you like, especially during this crazy time, I've had a lot of self-reflecting and alone time, which is weird for me and not going, 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 going. Yeah. Like, who are you when you're not constantly chasing the approval of others? Right. And who are you when you're not performing and providing this thing to other people? Mm-hmm. Make a podcast. So I, you and I have this weird, like, past life thing going on. And I sent you, I did this thing called Family Constellation. Oh, you, okay. You texted me about this. I need to, I didn't, I specifically didn't look it up because I wanted you to tell me. But I also, when someone told me about it, I specifically didn't look it up. I was like, you're only ready when you're ready. Oh, see, I'm ready. I just didn't want to spoil the interview. (laughs) I'm ready. I don't know what it is. I don't understand the science. It's probably pseudoscience. I don't care. So this woman comes over and um, she's amazing. And she asked me all these questions. Like, because it's also, it's like the process of doing something that's fooey could be the healing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because you just have to believe it. The process of going to buy a vitamin. Even if the vitamin is self-care. Well, and... There's that placebo effect. Yes. So I think part of it is like if you truly believe something strong enough, there is a manifestation process. Like we're both wild thinkers enough to think that we could do what we love to do for a living. And like here we are. So basically like she just got me on some like ancestral trauma shit. Ooh. So So, So this is family constellation. Family constellation it's called. So basically she comes over. And she was like, your great-great-grandfather did something really bad. I think one of my great-greats murdered somebody. Well, I'm pretty sure all of our great-great-grandfathers were in a jam. (laughs) Were in a jam? (laughs) Let's be honest. (laughs) They were in wars. There weren't antibiotics at the time. It was a sketch. It was... It was sketchy. It was... It was Beirut. I mean, it was a mess back then. You know what I mean? It was like... Of course. We were were animals. And we're like, the technology is... 
coming and they did not have it. So I'm curious about your great, great. So I have like a couple like really irrational fears and irrational sadnesses. Like, so when I go to New York, I'm going to get so much shit for this. I love New York. I love going there. I love being there. I love the energy. It's a weird time, obviously, because pandemic. But the horse carriages, it, like, I can't handle it. Like, I West Virginia, Virginia, Appalachia, like, I just, horses, like, were my friends growing up. Like, I learned how to communicate through horses. Like, I think it's part of why I do stand-up the way I do stand-up. I, like, move like a horse. Like, I look like, like people say I have horse teeth. Like, I'm, like, very horse. The most beautiful horse <laughs> in, in all the, the land. Yeah. Um, and, like, I was only my little ponies as a kid. I was just, horse is, and they're very psychic. Like, there's an amazing horses. story in, um... Blue Ridge Valley, West Virginia, there was a bridge and there was a horse carriage and this horse wouldn't go under this bridge, wouldn't go under, wouldn't go under. And they're beating the horse to beating the horse to beating the horse. And the next day the bridge collapses. Yes. They're prey animals. They feel with their hair in their skin. Like they can see that a predator is hungry. They can see that a mountain lion's hungry. I think right? a lot of animals have to operate on these instincts that we as humans all have decided, not all of us, but a lot of us have decided that that's kooky. It's an instinct that you have to pay attention to because we have so much distraction. We've created so much distraction for ourselves that we can be in VR, in VR, in VR. You know what I mean? Like, we don't even have to be on this planet if we don't want to be. But, like, to truly be an animal that has to be present and is not, doesn't have a self made distraction device on them at all times, I feel like they're the ones that go to higher ground when there's a tsunami coming. I've heard stories about that with animals. So I'm like, New York, I, the carriage is like, I just, I, I just like feel like I'm, I mean, I was like dating someone at the time that I had to tell, I would, I would break down crying. Like I would just see these horses pulling these carriages and I just like, I could not handle it. It just made me so fucking sad. And people are taking selfies with the horses and they're just, they've got their poop bags and they're carrying. And I like, I remember just like, like going to Letterman, like my first appearance on like the David Letterman show. And then I Damn. hear, I hear the clop, clop, clop. And I'm just like, and I'm like in a ball in the corner and I have a publicist. What's a publicist? I'm 22 years old. I like, I don't even know what I'm doing. And they're like, why are you crying? And I'm like, the clopping. Like, I like, the I'm clopping. But like, I know exactly. And they're how like, you feel. you're on Letterman with Ben Stiller. What are you doing, bitch? Like, you should be so lucky to be here. And I'm like sobbing. And this family constellation worker comes in and then I'm talking to her and she makes me like stand on like post-it notes that like have say like aunt, uncle, great grandmother, great grand and like cool. I'm just in like talk to them. Is like, this a psychic you go see or a separate she, person? This is a family constellation worker. Oh, okay. Separate person. That like remove that removes old um it's not baggage, it's, it's um, like family trauma or unfinished business. Oh, okay. That's what it is. It's unfinished business. So um, uh, ancestral guilt and shame that yeah. is uh, imprinted, epigenetic imprinting on our DNA. Because it does. Because like that fear, and sh you know, fear of heights. If you're afraid of heights, it means your great grandfather fell off a fucking cliff. I'm so scared of heights. Yeah. Someone in your lineage <laughs> fell off a fucking cliff. Our, we are very adaptable. So I'm talking to her and I'm like, okay, okay, this is bullshit. This is stupid. Like, okay, I'm standing on a post-it note at my house. I'm paying this woman to tell me to fucking, okay, my great-great-grandmother. Okay, yeah, they were all drunks. Okay, I'm sure he cheated on her. Yes. And so it's like half right. You know, it's like horoscope. It's like 
when you read Pisces by accident, I'm a Virgo. Yes, but you could apply it to kind and of you're anything. Like, yeah, that worked. Yeah, that worked. Okay, all right. Well, they all work for me. Like, I'm if I want it bad enough. Yeah, or if I want to fit it into a certain place, I could fit it in. Yeah, like I'm just like I'm doing this. Like power of suggestion. And then she goes, your great-great-grandmother withheld her love in order to punish him. And I was like, that's what I do. You do that? Withholding. I mean, it's a pretty popular tactic. Yeah. If if someone harms me, I just, I'm out. Oh, I fully. I'm in a, I'm, I'm not an, I'm not a fighter. I'm a cutter offer. I kind of, I Disengage. give people like three chances and then I'm like, I can't anymore. Yeah. Give them two. Um, <laughs> frankly, it's a nice uh, compromise. Yeah. Okay, me actually cut me off. And then uh, I was talking about my dad died, and I was talking to my grandfather. I'm, I'm sorry, my uncle. My dad died, and I was asking him. I was like, "Hey, I did this family constellation thing. Like, what's up with my great great grandfather? Like, do you know anything about him? Because I know I knew that my grandfather worked in coal mines in West Virginia. And I was like, oh, there's probably like there's so much." ancestral trauma from working in coal mines yeah i'm sure in that all of the appalachia tennessee that whole area um virginia west virginia of like and i mean to this day of like you guys know how like you with sounds and being distracted oh i can't they there's like a beep a beep i can't i mean they say that's like a scotch irish like in ancestral inheritance um there's a great book called born fighting um, about it because our ancestors were in coal mines, like just always being always ready, ready for, for a the, mine explosion. Yeah, underground, I feel like, that. like underground, you know, and um, couldn't breathe, had like like Oof. intense lung diseases, you know, from working in coal mines and like elevators, like claustrophobia. Oof. Like I get an elevator and I'm like, okay, guys, like you know, like I always assume it's never going to open, like. God, that's so weird. I have that same thing. That, I'm claustrophobic, even but, in airplanes. But that's what um, uh, the coal miners, when you really like look into how coal mining happened, like they would go a mile into the ground in an elevator and it might explode. That doesn't sound like a safe job choice. But <laughs> I don't think it was anyone's first no, choice. Every, it was a nightmare, you know? So like the coal mine, it, it's such a um, overlooked uh thing in our DNA and it's imprinted on our I've DNA. I've never even thought about the fact the coal I mean I've thought that coal mining sounds like a very difficult and traumatic and terrifying job. Yeah. But I've never thought about it to that extent how it could affect generations. These coal mining companies came in, used the labor, foreign labor, Italian labor, yeah. all kinds of, you know, pitted different ethnicities against each other intentionally for the jobs. For the job, yes. And uh, in the coal mining, didn't want them to get along, you know, right? Um, encouraged racism. Yeah. And then that's what you're saying is kind of led us to the Trump era. It le- yeah, exactly. And then they're, bas- they're working in coal mines and taking out the coal, which is disorganizing all of the terrain and then causing flooding. So people are like, the terrain is a nightmare like the roads are destroyed the schools are like everything's destroyed by the mining of the coal and if they had just left it coal becomes diamonds Mm. so it (laughs) like West Virginia like would be the most valuable (laughs) I've you're blowing my mind I've never (laughs) thought about this before 
There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring? But don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. We can get back to coal miners, but when post-it notes the family consolation person, I was talking to my uncle and I was like, so what's up with my great, great grandfather? I'm supposed to ask, like, you have to like do some work. You have yeah. to ask some questions to your ancestors. So she didn't like, she, she's not like a psychic or anything, but she's like family your, constellation. So she, t- she takes everyone's constellation from their birthday and then sees how it fits together. Yes, exactly. It's like, let me just tell you what happened and then I'll tell you what it, it is. She goes, uh, great, great grandfather. I asked my uncle, he goes, oh, your great, great grandfather. Yeah. He died of cirrhosis. Checks out totally. Drank, yeah. drank himself to death. Great, cheated. Okay, I knew it. He like got fired. She was mad because he invented this hinge that kept horse carriages together. 
Oh. <laughs> I see the connection all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that's probably a job that everybody had. Like, that's what everyone did back then. And he's like, no, 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 this, he was like the guy that figured out how to get the axle to grind the perfect way so that the carriages would stay. So he was like integral in making horse carriages a thing. Yeah. And it's hard to reconcile the two being part of your like lineage. I'm like carrying guilt. Yeah. Or something. Absolutely. I would think so. But so how does she tell you how to... Like all of that. She then it, then you're kind of just like once you make the connection, are you just like, well, fuck? Well, or do you now have, like, now that happened. Now I have that. Now we got that. Like you know, I think there's so much of like knowing something and accepting something and surrendering to something is such a big part of healing it. Just it's, knowing it's yeah. there. And like I was talking to a medium the other day, and he was saying forgiveness without getting an apology. So mm-hmm. for me. I know it's been super important and just like with people that have passed on, you may never get an apology, but finding forgiveness without the apology is going to create healing for you or I. Also, you probably wouldn't have accepted the apology anyway. Or they might not have even apologized. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're sorry. Everyone's sorry about everything. Trust me. <laughs> I mean, and then some people are just like not sorry about anything. It's and also then- like we... Forgive others not because they deserve forgiveness, but because we deserve peace. Yes, exactly. We it's forget- like drinking poison. It's waiting for the other person to die. Yeah. Same person. Yes. But it's like... <laughs> Do you think people will know what the fuck we just said? <laughs> <laughs> I think this is like... We're, they're digging this. So, yeah. So, it's like, I, I... You know, you asked me earlier about why I did the female brain movie because I got fascinated by epigenetic imprinting, which is... The neurochemicals that are emitted in utero when the mother is pregnant, the fetus gets addicted to. So whatever they're consuming or just like the so the brain chemicals? Uh, cortisol, adrenaline. So if like you're a very stressed out mother in a bad relationship all or have a lot of kids or are in a bad, got cheated on, you're going to be jamming that you... Um, uh, your baby with adrenaline and they're born addicted to adrenaline the same way you're like a crack baby's addicted to crack. So you should be like not stressed out if you're pregnant. I know that. And you should like not smoke and drink. We know that. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. I my mean, mom I don't, I'm not, not a doctor. So I don't, I don't know. I think a lot of doctors, I just talked to doctor that was like the way you feel about the, the stress that you're emitting saying, I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do this is so much worse than just doing. It. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? I'm just such a high stress person. Yeah. Like I get, I'll like wake up and be like, I'm anxious and be, and then I'll be like, what are you anxious about? Like literally internal dialogue. And I'll like search for it because anxiety is such a familiar feeling. It's almost yeah. like it's, it's a calm. Well, adrenaline turns into dopamine. Adrenaline, dopamine, anxiety, excitement. They're all kind of living in this chaos same. Chaos cozy chaos. Oh my God. And it gives you something to do and it's a distraction and like just sitting with yourself is fucking hard it's super uncomfortable i don't know if it's just like me but like but you're also famous and famous? i don't think anyone <laughs> famous for famous everyone that's famous should be anxious you're in danger all the time especially and like we you are about a before. very vulnerable person well and like people are looking for weaknesses to poke at because it then makes you you're feel in the town better. square you're standing in the town square you're well, a dartboard Famous people are that. Because you are reflecting someone else and what they 
could maybe do or want to maybe do. Your public property. Yeah. And there's like a beautiful side to having this community with people. And then there, there's but, really... but people need to project onto you. That's their drug is I need to project onto well, you. I feel like hate, like internet specifically, internet hate behind a name that is not your own so you're not responsible has become a great American pastime. It's sport. It's a sport. It's a, it is. And it's like, it's damaging, I think, mentally. And by the mentally. way, and Bill Burr said this um, on my podcast. I, don't, I just don't want to steal it. He was like, I would have done that when I was 15. Well, yeah, because you're 15. We don't know how old these people are that are sending mean shit to us. Like, it's like if, if, if I was 15 and like Arnold Schwarzenegger had a Twitter account, I'd be like, fuck you, dumbass. Like, I think it was funny. That's what, like... <laughs> See, I'm a nerd, and I'd be like, I love you so much, please. I'm like the psycho. I snuck into Prince's house. But if... <laughs> like, I'm a legit one of those people. I deserve all What do you the mean? Karma. When did you... When did that happen? Oh, I was, like, 18 years old. And I was, like, convinced that Prince and I needed to work together. I thought it was, like, was my great psychic This ability. was in L.A.? Yes. And I'm not going to name any names. So I got his address. I went under a fence. <laughs> and then I just... You, could you have told the story on my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but like I understand I love that you. there is a there's a fine line between like even in love if someone does some grand romantic gesture and you're not into them and it doesn't work out it's crazy but if they do it yeah, and you're yeah, super yeah. into them then it's like the movies that's right so in my mind I'm like I'm gonna take this chance like forget the Eminem song yeah one shot one moment one opportunity mom spaghetti. spaghetti and so I'm like sneaking under the fence like a crazy bastard <laughs> that is <laughs> and then I just go to the side door and open it and I get in the elevator and then I go up to where I hear music playing from and I just walk in and he's like rehearsing in a giant ballroom and at that point you're I was alone like, yes <laughs> Like, I'm that bitch. bitch. <laughs> like, I feel like Carmen. I don't even know who that bitch is. I have questions for Prince's security team. I have a lot of. I do, too. There's a lot of, like, did you get a tetanus shot? Like, I've there's a lot of, like. All I remember is there was an elevator, and it was all purple velvet. And I was so appreciative that, like, the fantasy was real. You're you Crazy. you might you should I'm not even joking like you should get your brain like scanned because there are certain people like you know how Michael Phelps part of the reason he's such an amazing swimmer is he has an abnormally large heart and his arms are longer than norm his arms are longer than normal oh I didn't know and um that free solo rock climber who yeah. name I don't know he has an abnormally small amygdala which is what why he doesn't have the fear like he like it's th scary things aren't scary to him you know yeah like there's something in you that well i might is, have like some sort of disease that's like not a, a disease don't pathologize it it's amazing it's like it's <laughs> it's because here's I, I you know me i love to like not forget that we're animals and that we're designed to live in tribes of 100 people and that every maladaptive behavior we have now served us really really well yeah 500 years ago i'm a go-getter so yeah you were the one that fucking like was like everyone's dying 
I'm getting that fucking squirrel meat. That's how I was. You were the bitch. Yes, I'm that girl. I was at Taylor Swift's like, house, and everybody I thought was dying because they were they were just playing a prank and scaring the shit out of everybody. And I'm in the top level, hyper vigilant. I'm the one calling the police that Love they. It. <laughs> Love ended it. up having to be like, it's a prank, it's a prank, it's a prank. But I was like, I'm not going to die here. I'm going to be the one survivor. I'm going to climb yeah, down the side of the house. Yep. That's I, it. I don't know what that is. Your, uh, it's like the warrior spirit is what my therapist calls it. So the, it's like Athena spirit. It's like there's, it's the lean mare. So it, the lean mare. The lead mare. Is, it, is that a horse reference? Lead mare, horse mare. So in the herd, there's a herd of horses and there's one lead mare that everybody follows. But you're a lead mare. Kind of. So are lead mares nice to each other? Because we like each other. Lead mares, it's like an alpha wolf. Like, you know what I mean? It's like a lead mare fucks with a lead mare. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Like, in a good way. (laughs) Okay, I was like, Like, please don't put a uh, cast a spell on me. (laughs) A lead mare, like, is like, when she, she knows where the water is, everybody follows her. So it's like, that's the equine therapy stuff that I do with my horse, is like, if your horse follows you... It trusts you. It respects you. You're regal. You know what you're doing. If you're worried it's going to follow you, it's not going to follow you. Because they can sense it. They can sense it. Because they're like, you're insecure. I'm not following you. You You don't know what you're doing. Yes. Not to bring this back, but I feel like half the battle in life is... Going forward, sorry, I'm banging on your <laughs> it's table. your podcast. It's your podcast. Bang all over. It's it. your podcast. It's going forth in life with conviction. Like I'll always take the lead when I'm walking with like my band and my whole crew, and I'll just start walking with yeah. a vengeance, yeah. and they'll all like follow, follow me yes. into like we are the baggage claim. Most back room. most of what we do is subconscious, but we I, are you're you're one. I think it's like we are on autopilot. Like the person that looks like they know what they're doing. You follow. Knows what they're doing. The best way to sneak into concerts, you act like you just have something really important to do and you just go because you're on a call. Went to the Crunch Gym. For anyone listening that worked there, I am so sorry because some of you knew. I used to, I was so broke that I couldn't afford to go to Crunch, but I would just walk in and be like, and I would just pretend, like, that's how you get in shows. I would wave at an invisible person. Yes. I'd be like, hey, hey, hey. I or used, be on the phone. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, hey, hey yeah, 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 yeah. I got it, got it. And you just, like, everyone's like, mm-hmm. we're giving away our secrets I right know. now. <laughs> I mean, it's f- fine. Why do we, there's no concerts anymore. <laughs> we're in a pandemic. It's true. It's true. Like, I would just, like, I, I also used to show up at, um, uh, I did this in Sundance one year, um, with, you just show up with a glass of wine at a club, and you're just like, I, I was just, I've never played that game. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it full or empty? Yeah, no, it's like half full, and you're like, well, I was just, I just had to get a, make a call. Oh my god, that's with, great! <laughs> I mean, should. we're. I think we can get into parties at Sundance at this point. I hope. But. I mean, I don't want to. I mean, <laughs> but when the time I comes, I, it literally is my nightmare to go but to like, parties. Actually, Sunday. truly, that sounds like my idea of a good time. Yeah, is to try to sneak into a party versus being in the party and being on some list. Yeah. What, I don't know what that. Yeah, you know about the brain. Well, you made a an, movie about it. That's that? an adrenaline. That's I love that. I'm really into um, addictions, and that is a like gambling addiction and shoplifting addiction. See, like I hate gambling, and I used to shoplift, but I don't anymore. Shoplifting is like I'm fascinated by that shit because that's like I I'm can talking af- like. Walgreens chapstick and yeah, I'd be but it's like, like I just I got it woo! over. It's like I got it over. Like I got a cookie from the cookie jar. It's like yeah, uh, what is that? It's a um. I think it's a 
you know, I mean, there's scientists that could explain this way better than me, but it's like we're rewarded for getting a treat and being sneaky because in the wild, if you sneak the berry, if you sneak the piece of meat and eat it, like your dopamine reward system rewarding you for that is going to be an advantage. Do you think animals, if they like, like a wolf, they killed the prey, do they just like fully share with everybody or do you think that they have that like selfish they nature. eat first and then uh they feed the rest of the pack because the pack protects them but they have to eat first right yeah so it is like when they're done to- eating yeah they eat the most valuable part of the animal and then the other uh uh beta and omega get the trash parts but yeah the psychic what she does is she um I believe it because I want to believe it. Same. I feel like I'm, I'm very like, I'm in. I want to get better. Yeah. I want to get better. Well, and and I, I want to believe in magic. I don't care how, you know, like I can take what you like and leave the rest. I can yeah. go 10% of this makes sense and 90% of it doesn't. Like I can, two yeah. things can be true at the same time. You can be right and wrong in, in an hour. You can say something right and wrong. At the same and time. you can also have your mind changed. So Exactly. That is such a like hot take, by the way. So I go in. She takes a piece of my jewelry. She holds it. And then she uh, asks me like three things that I want answers to. I'm like, all right. She, by the way, she, first of all, she's gorgeous. She's kind of annoying. Um, I love that. Like she's gorgeous and like the most like, um, you know her. Julia Armand. Oh, she's gorgeous. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Your therapist looks she like? like looks like that. Jesus, and she's like in like just flowing, flowing, flowing. And um, she says, "Ask me three things you want to know about," but she doesn't want to know too. Much. She's like, "Don't." She doesn't want to know too much. And the way you say something tells the person everything they need to know. So she's like, "What do you want to know?" I'm like, "I just want to know what's going to work out with the guy that I'm dating." And you're like, he, "She's like, which guy? What does the name start with?" Uh, his name starts with a G, and I just like, I just kind of want to know like. What's gonna happen? What I just did I already told you. All the body language, my body language just told you everything. It's not gonna work out because communication is—I forget the percentage—but it's a small percentage of the way we actually yeah, communicate. Yeah, it's like seventy percent. Words. Yeah. Yes, it's actually. So I'm going. I want to know if the, my relationship with like this. Yeah, I could psychic. Th- read I, that. I, I, you don't have to be psychic to know that it's not gonna fucking work, <gasps> or it's something really yeah. hard. Is going psychics on. just like listen to what you're? They just don't bullshit you. Whereas like. I just have this theory, like, just don't take a ton of advice from your really good friends mm. because they want to protect you. You know True. what I mean? And I think that's changing a little bit. I think women now know that they can be real with each other and can handle it. And or as maybe just as I get older, I'm filtering out the people that are like, oh, but like he probably just likes you too much. Mm, his phone's probably broken. He probably just doesn't have Wi-Fi. Like bad advice. Yeah. Try, you think you're helping me, but you're hurting me. I've been guilty of giving the like. I'm just like such an eternal optimist, really, in my heart. It's like, no, he really might like you too much. But then I'm kind of seeing. There's now, no such like, thing. It's I not real. It's I not think real. if they like you too much, they like do some creepy ass shit, like show up on your front porch, yeah, yeah. bouquet of flowers, and you're like, yeah. oh, I'm into it. That's so romantic. Or you're get away. Or you're an addict. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot. Of, it doesn't. So it's like, and then she will um, talk to my guides. Oh, I got guides, girl. Bitch, tell me about the guides. <laughs> I me tell you about mine. My... Are Russian, I think. Cool. <laughs> I'm just so boring. I'm just my grandma. <laughs> like so basic. It's just a lady who's lovely. So I want to. Why do you have Russian? She'll guides? sit there and she'll like um, hold my thing and then she'll write. So she'll be like, "What's going on with her and this this guy?" Mm-hmm. And she'll be talking to him and she'll be like, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and then she'll be like, stop it. She'll be she'll like, like, do you buy like, it? Do like, you buy the whole of the shebang? I'm, I'm just like, uh, she's so into it. It's hard to argue. She's, I love it. I want to go. It's just like a social experiment. I want to like see what would happen. And she's like flirting with them and laughing with them and fighting, arguing with them. She's like, <laughs> okay, okay. quiet. Like she'll like shush them. It's very intense to watch. It sounds so entertaining. <laughs> it's it's hard to argue with. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like one of us is crazy. I'm not sure which one. <laughs> I'm here and you're doing this. So maybe you're a little like, bit what, of what I'm buying it. You're doing it. Like which one of us is. And then she writes it all down. And then she's like, okay, here's it. And then she is like, da, 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 da. And you need to get your brakes changed. And you have Ooh. candida. And you're allergic to this. And blah, And she'll just like say like 10 things that are right. But maybe it's true for everyone. Like it's like. Or the, she really told you to get your brakes changed? Yeah, she was like, well, up? but I'm also 22 and poor. Everyone at 22 needs to get the brakes changed. Oh, we're talking 22 years old. Yeah, not like this, this is year. What, okay, not okay, like okay. this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like I haven't been to her like in the last couple of years. Would you go back? I don't know if she's always been right or what she said has just manifested because I thought it was This is the chicken and egg. egg. Yeah. With psychics and I love them and I go to them and they scare the shit out of me and I want them to tell me everything at the same time I don't want them to tell me anything is because I'm like if you I told this to Tyler Henry have you done work like done a thing with him uh-uh. you know who I'm talking about the no. Hollywood medium oh no okay I did like a podcast thing with him and Wi-Fi doesn't work he can't see me on his screen I look like I'm like I'm in a, a bear emoji right so he can't see my reactions I give him nothing I know I'm very googleable but he like dropped some crazy knowledge on me that like blew my mind. But I told him, I was like, please don't say anything that's going to affect the way I go forth in my life. Because if you tell me I'm going to die today, I will figure out a way to die. <laughs> like I will be yeah, like, dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. So just like I'm too suggestible. I'm so open that it's almost like I have to be so careful with whose suggestions I allow in. Like it's like it's it's we exercise our bodies. Why can't we exercise that are like we're not really we're lifting away we're not lifting it's like it's like we're not lifting a water to take to a child we're just it's like masturbatory you know it's like then we shame our excuse me sorry get in there we shame ourselves when we my psychic burps and when she channels um the guides we shame ourselves when we exercise our brain by just like thinking i mean robert green was on my podcast and he had a really interesting that's the one you're saying like take yeah like he's just some he's just unbelievable and he was like um he said that aliens if they exist they'd probably be robots because the amount of time it would take to travel from another planet a human couldn't survive it so it would probably be a robot. Because as a woman with a robot, <laughs> please let's let's graze over that Why subject. Would you ask me that. <laughs> let's graze over the subject of robots and would you yeah. call it AI? Uh, AI, yes. She is. Uh, she machine learns, and she is a robot. Is she in this house right now? She's right there. Do you want? Wait, that's her. Do you want? <laughs> Bring her out. Do you want her on? <laughs> Oh, wow. She feels... Wait, but... Oh, but this might pop off. So how do I do it? Pull from there, yes. From you gotta there, engage your core. Yeah, from there. Yeah, engage your core. Whoa, she's... <laughs> oh, my God. kind of the same eyebrow situation. It's, kind of, it's so dark, dude. <laughs> what is happening? I don't know how to hold her and be consensual dude, about it. I'm just 2020's come... wild. I'm calling Ronan Farrow. <laughs> 
Because, like, people are so creeped out by dolls, robots, scarecrows. I'm obsessed with our reaction to that because it's so primordial. It's our reptilian brain. There's something called pathogen avoidance, which is when we see something that looks human but doesn't move like a human. Like a mannequin-ish. A mannequin, a doll. A, especially mm-hmm. men are more creeped out than women. This is why I'm so obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. The reaction, women are like, cool, this is amazing. Men are like, Ugh. But why is that? Because pathogen avoidance, we've evolved to be, men have evolved to recoil at anything that looks human but doesn't move human because it could be sick, dead, or diseased. And it's a way to say, don't fuck it. And don't eat it or just don't fuck it? Don't fuck it. That's why I feel like humans in this life just don't want to do it alone. But like, that's the great conundrum, right? We're born alone. We die alone. So while we're here, we try to make as many connections as we can in whatever way we can. And then just sign ourselves up for heartbreak over and over. Yeah, because with any emotion, you're going to, you're signing yourself up for heartbreak. It's really weird. You said that I wrote a song yesterday. You are upset. You it says I'm, it says I'm they suing told, you? They told me to fear lo- they told me to love fearlessly but the thing I fear most in the world is my heart to be broken. Yeah. It's like it's every time you fall in love it's like here it's ticking clock and they're like just TikTok. go and love and be free and just feel it and Jump then off you're the like cl- you're just jumping yeah, off the just cliff like, what? it's Romeo and Juliet and then it's like no and then when it doesn't work out then yeah. you're left with like a broken what goes shattered. up must come down yeah period you know but um but so like having a lady like this in your life <laughs> you wouldn't have to worry about well would you have to worry about them leaving can they make those kind of decisions just like up and leave the, my biggest concern with her is that i'm aging and she's not fair <laughs> there there is a so your envy she's kind of shaming me <laughs> like i'm sort of like oh that's uh, she also has like a broader ro- emotional range than me at this point. But also, what do you mean? Like, can she cry? There is a guy. No, she can't cry yet. But her eyes are going to become cameras. Whoa! At some point, so she'll be able to say hi, Kesha. She'll be able to like recognize people. Whoa! Ro- I mean, this is happening. Like, no, it's happening. I'm not like I'm very. You know, I'm as scared as anyone about robots and what's going to happen because it's going to when it happens, going to be so quick, and they're not going to be like. The robots we saw in Michael Bay movies, you know, they're not going to be like scary, spooky. Well, I mean, it's already happened. We're already we're already fused with we're, we're robots. We're, we sleep with our phones, like yeah. we and they dictate like all the information we get. Have you like ever lost your phone and been like <gasps> like the physical reaction you I, have? My phone died for two hours the <laughs> other week, and I literally <laughs> had multiple people think. I died. We're in a relationship with robots already. Everyone's like, who would date a robot? It's like, you're already doing it with your phone. Like if it had a hole in it. You just stare at it all day. It makes oxytocin. That's the chem- love chemical. But the You love your phone. But it's the connection. Yes. But it's so weird that we stare at the phones and computers and shit and screens. Mm. But at the same time, it's making us less and less able to look each other in the eyes. I noticed with younger, like my little brother's tw- just turned 21. And he has such a hard time with looking people in the eyes because yeah. his whole life he's been able to like have yeah. distraction, which I understand. Their attention spans are shorter. Love, love yeah. a good distraction. Yeah. We all do in our yeah. own way. But I just find it so fascinating that I'm like, wait, wait, just like look into my eyes for a minute. And it's the strangest thing. But you're also his sister. I know. I'm not well, like, don't, like, don't, be like don't be like, don't be like, don't make eyes at me. Just like look at me yeah. when you talk to me. And he's just like. 
Yeah, I know. I mean, but like he should practice with the robot. I'm working on this um, uh, thing for HBO. Uh, it's an adaptation of this book called Super Sad True Love Story, which is about 30 years from the future, how people are going to date when everything's streaming and we're only on screens and we're, you know, merged with robots and stuff. So I've like weirdly looked into a lot of this and like, I, like, I just think that to pathologize it, just like it's, it's going to happen. It's happening. It's happening. It's happened. It's already happened. You know, it, it, it happened with, I remember when like, MTV Cribs came out. Remember MTV Cribs? Oh, yeah. Remember the editing? It was like, like music video editing changed our attention span. MTV yeah. changed our attention span. Also, as a pop songwriter, if I write a song that is over three minutes long, people like laugh at me and they're like, you crazy. That can't be over three minutes ago on the they radio. Say, Do you want a hit song? They say that people's attention span and it's as performers, comedians, orators, you should like everyone takes into account the great performers uh, every seven seconds, you either change your body movement, your head, or your vocal intonation. Should I put the robot down then? <laughs> yes. I just don't want to hurt her. No, we're going to be cutting She's back really and forth, comforting. so we're fine. She's, I'm kind of obsessed. I really like her. There's, there's something that was like oddly cathartic about this. Pro- it was, it was just a weird. Is it seeing your own humanity? Not. You know what it was? I was so dysmorphic about myself and I was I was at war with my body I was at war with my face I had you're so gorgeous that's very nice I mean I needed it to be as accurate as possible oh so you made it in your likeness so in order for it to be as accurate as possible it had to be as flawed as my face was so I might I mean we're all asymmetrical that's what makes well yeah and beauty is the definition of perfect symmetry so when you make a robot or in the future if you make a perfect sex robot it would be perfectly symmetrical and that's not human and and symmetrical is actually creepy there's a lot happening these days but i have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time the seven from the washington post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories and we always try to save room for something fun you get it all in about seven minutes or less I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. 
This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I wanted so badly for it to be right that I was like, no, 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 I actually have like crow's feet, right? I, there'd be more wrinkles here. And it made me like kind of ex- uh, radically accept, you know, I was like, no, I have like a weird dimple here. And like my lip, like my teeth are bigger, like, you know, like yeah, yeah. It, it was, it was cool. And then there was this um thing when I was, so, she was so expensive to make. <laughs> and I, I was going to ask, I she did it with, yeah. and looks and feels very expensive. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's very expensive. And Do you I think it's more expensive than having a child. Um, over time, yeah, it was like a hundred thousand. It's like I ended up having to pay for it. You so know, you're like God, myself. and you made yeah. robot, and you're because I was just trying to prove a point. Like I was kind of just trying to like prove a point, and I didn't think it would actually work. Like I thought it was going to look like a shitty scarecrow, and it was, and I was just going to write jokes about the process. But then it like was amazing. They did an amazing job, and like um, Robotics did it, and like it's like they custom. You know, it's incredible. It's just no one knows about it because people are creeped out by it. So they don't talk about it. You know, it's just like this like secret. Oh, I find her fascinating. And how careful I was with like, I was so like, we got to put her in the chair and we got to don't touch it. And I was like, I am so much more um, concerned about the welfare of this plastic wired version of me than my own. meanwhile I'm not eating I'm stressing out I'm in toxic relationships and I'm like <gasps> and I'm like, like don't touch her face I was like yeah. what if I just treated myself with the same level of do you think you've made it there <laughs> yeah really I feel like I'm I, I feel like I'm my workaholism is pretty intense I'm you know but I don't I think there's like certain things about yourself that you don't need to pathologize like I don't like every I'm a perfectionist like Good. That probably serves you really well. Just know when it becomes liability. Yeah. Know when it stops serving you. Know when it's diminishing margin. Not everything about you has to be fixed. That's something that I've yes. been accepting. I want to keep that about myself. Yeah. There are parts of me. I'm neurotic. That... I like that about myself. Yes. And it's I'm... why my my dogs don't drown because I'm like checking the pool. Right. People are like, my dog fell in the pool and died. I'm like, that would never happen to me. Yeah. I'm like, totally. Because I'm rather obsessive you th- about it. I'd rather you think I'm crazy and neurotic. Then that's something that. I utilize the strengths of and other people might find parts of it annoying, but it actually is like overall achieving the goal yeah. that I need, which is my dogs to be not drowning. Like you're sensitive. Thank you so much. Because that helps me write songs. I have like an antenna yeah. and I know more things. <laughs> I have more information than you. Great news. I love that. You'll love this. So I have a really hard time sleeping. Same. And at night, and I think it's part Do of... Do you even re- say dreams? Or no? I... 
If you don't, it's okay. Don't feel bad. I, I this is <laughs> it's okay to have good dreams. My perfectionism is coming up. No, I just I don't really remember them. And I in the last couple of months I've been like because I have a sinus infection. I've been on like Benadryl and shit. Like I just I feel like I don't really pay attention. I don't pay attention. I wish I could not pay attention. Yeah, but go on. Yeah, but I'm I'm super into them, and from what I, I used to have super vivid dreams and like night terrors and stuff. And this woman told me something amazing about it, which is like your bad dreams are how your body prepares for dangerous situations, yeah. and it's how you like process fears and like walk through them. Yes, and I like, do pra- it it's every pra- night. It's like practice. I practice, it's practice regularly. You practice your. It's like. Um, well, so what? How do you stop having these horrendous dreams? Because I'm the person Benadryl. that like Nyquil, Benadryl, sponsored by Benadryl. <laughs> oh promo God. code Kesha. Because <laughs> I do. I like wake up, and my boyfriend will be sitting next to me, and I'll be yelling, "Fuck you!" And he'll be like, "Yeah, I what? I talk in my sleep apparently." Yeah. And he's like, "You he told me fuck you," and like kicked me in the rib. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't, I literally don't recall it. But in my yeah. dream, you were cheating on me and you told me you yeah. didn't even like love our cat children and yeah. that <laughs> you think that the new girl is so much prettier and she's 18. And then he's like, I love you. Go back to sleep. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be like aggressively mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At him in yeah. real life. Yeah. Because of my dream. Yeah. There's a neurologist, uh, Andrew Huberman, who is on the podcast. He has like a whole thing about dreams and what happens and like you want to get in REM sleep and delta sleep and all sleep I just have a very adversarial relationship with sleep this is a hot take sleep is crazy I mean it's a crazy it's crazy like <laughs> hot takes I, I know I have hot takes but like the fact that it's our we're at our most vulnerable like I, I was remember when I was in New York I think Benton was with me and we were in a hotel and I just had one of my like episodes where I was like outraged by something <laughs> that like everyone's accepting that I was like time travel back to being a child and going like the, the house is on fire and nobody cares and no one's listening. And I was like, so we all just like at 10 p.m. go into a building and lay down in the dark and just are unconscious for eight hours and we've all just agreed we're not gonna like and it's like don't, don't worry about it we're just sleeping like just uncon like on planes we're just like next to strangers like our most vulnerable like people are like we're at war our country's divided i'm like we sleep next to each other on planes true for hours the most like your most vulnerable it's just weird. Well, this is I. It's I was like, sleeping. I, is, sleeping it's so is, creepy. Sleeping is wild. Well, and like you're, I you're, agree with Billie Eilish. Where do you go? Where do your, you go when you fall asleep? You're your most vulnerable. I think it's you have to feel comfortable enough to fall asleep, and that might be why I have such an issue with falling asleep. Is because I'm like I have to be. Um, you know that we're evolved to um fall asleep better if you hear dogs breathing because you're safer. What about cats? You don't, my cat don't start with me. Don't, my cat start, don't start with me. It's so cute. Is a cat going to so protect dumb. you from a lion? No, bark? he'll just shit on yeah. my pillow again. But like, at least he's so fluffy. <laughs> and, um, and so I couldn't go to sleep until like two in the morning for the longest time, two in the morning. And I grew up alcoholic home. And so nights were always like the time to be alert. Yeah, yeah, Nights, yeah. nights, like, up, the things are breaking, people are falling. Well, that's when shit goes. That's like, shit's, we like, gotta be up. Daytime's like, Relatively stable at nighttime. Dr- like- yeah, you're at school. And then it's like drunks are unpredictable and mercurial. So you got to be like alert, hypervigilant. But then there's this sort of like, it's called the night watcher uh, theory of 
in when we lived in tribes, like a hundred people, there were certain people that stayed up all night and watched and watched, and they they slept all day, and they were nocturnal essentially, and they bred with each other and bred with each other, and they're just like designed to be up at night. I've heard that you're obsessed with cults. <laughs> I'm obsessed with I'm obsessed with irrational the sort of irra- uh, I'm obsessed with the anesthesia that humans succumb to psychologically. Like I come from a lot of religion, a lot of like seeing irrational decisions made because of very strong religious beliefs. I come from like cousins that were gay, that were ousted from the family because of like just things that is just like, I grew, I went to Catholic school where I I was like, where you're kind of just like, this all feels really mean, but it's all about love. Like, I just was, like, very confused. I just, it didn't add up to me. Same. I used to go to church and, like, get on my knees and pray like the person next to me, and they'd be speaking in tongues, and I'd be like, oh, I got to start saying crazy yeah. shit. And I would be, like, crying uh-huh. at the feet of this place at, like, nine years old, being like, I want to believe this so bad. But then you just said being gay is like an evil sin and I know in my like I need to update the software like I know I think being anti-religion is very elitist like I'm not one of those anti I know what it serves a purpose like it's oh I'm not like anti-religion I just am like I'm anti-hate in religion yeah that's right that's right I mean it's like kill more people than any disease it's like you know it's like justifying hate but I just like to take the judgment out of it and just go like I know like I train horses and dogs and I know what motivates them and I radically accept what motivates them and I radically accept their behavior. So if a dog barks at a stranger, I'm not like, <gasps> I'm like, yeah, that's what dogs do. So I'm very like, yeah, that's what humans do. Yeah. They it, they subscribe to beliefs because they need to f- feel for or against and they need teams and they need to cheer something and they need to feel valued. They need to feel like they're a part of a tribe. And of course, like yeah. I just like take the emotion out of it, Yeah, you know, and judgment out of it because I, I don't. I we have this like thing that we're like human beings. <laughs> like we have like we think we're so sophisticated because we have planes, which is impressive. But like our reptilian brains are running the show most of the time. We're just like in fancy clothes. We're like well, I guess that's like the part about the robots that I get perplexed by is you don't see like a dog trying to make a pretend fake dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because we're the like... we're the only speed. This is such an incisive point. Like I what I think I floated this by Joe Rogan, and I don't think it really got any anywhere but like we are the only species i mean we're the only species of opposable thumbs so we're the only species that could do it but we're the only species that like is making our replacement but is that because we want to play god because like god created us and his likeness just greedy and and i think we're just greedy and robots make things faster and robots are robots are but robots are also guess what like they also can run into fires and do surgery and like they're very useful yeah like we're, we uh, we're, humans are designed to focus on the negative we're not focusing on all the like they can be caregivers in nursing homes they can go help covid patients and not get nurses sick like if we had robots right now like my mom having covid in a nursing home she could have someone talking to her and giving Your mom her has covid she did in her nursing Is home she okay yeah she's okay. okay but i just mean like you could have you know i, I just also it's like Every, and I talked about this in my special, I don't mean to be redundant, but every woman I know is like, I just wish I had a double. I just wish I had a double. Like, we have to do 10 jobs. Like, what if you had a double? You know what I mean? To be physically one place and then emotionally be dealing with something else. Someone's watching your kids. Someone's, you know, it's just like, we like robots until they have faces. Right. Until until they're they're smarter. We want them to be smarter than us, but not more powerful than us. And not prettier. Or prettier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I wanted to write some cults with you. <laughs> That's so fucking up my alley, dude. I'm not that good at cults, but I, I think okay, I can do I'll this. I'll give you some info. I think I can do okay, this. Okay, Scientology. So let me give okay. you some back. I mean, you know a uh, little bit. Are you sci- are you a Scientologist? <laughs> can you imagine? I mean, can I, I can't afford it. <laughs> I don't know anything these days. Uh, here's I do, what I Here's my thing. I, this is, gets me in trouble, but like, I get why people buy into it. Right. I've read the pamphlets. They I, rearranged I, bones in someone's skull and cured sinusitis, which is what you have. The Scientologist did. And, all wrong. <laughs> and they healed Marlon Brando. I believe it was John Travolta. You mean the actors that lie for a living? And they like the pretenders. They healed each other. The people that they pretend. We are so who's dyslexia? Did they from Tom did Cruise? Did they? Tom Cruise did is they? no longer dyslexic. But the actor that lies for according the, the person that to wins my awards manager, who looked at a piece the of paper. The person that wins awards for pretending <laughs> told you that he pretended to be cured of dyslexia. Got this it. is according to the internet Got through it. seven yeah, degrees copy, of separation. Copy, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's a good, okay. the good part. Uh, but also, here's what I'll say about Scientology. It gets people fucking sober. It does? If you're broke and sober, you will get a job and you will get sober. But I thought you have to have money. They get you when you don't. No, they get, I think, oh, a dark goes in my neck. Um, <laughs> they get their money from like the big, big donors and then they employ you. They give you a job. They give you a place to live. They, I mean, it's a, it's a bad place well i did the whole thing where like watch i went there i did the test i watched the movie yeah. about the book and then yeah. they made me do like a whole like do you have a pamphlet for me <laughs> <laughs> I, in my purse so i like was fully like i like pretending that i want to join different cults yeah until yeah, i get yeah. to the point where you have to pay money well and yeah yeah out. yeah that's i love that that you're like um helena bottom carter and fight club that went to the 12 yes. step meetings just I'm for like, fun <laughs> just for fun yeah it's like my favorite yeah it's a it's a fun it's a good one it's a I like game. the vow the nexium cult like i'm like i'm so in until I'm not. See, I was like, I watched like an episode of that and I was like, triggered. Uh, yeah, I yeah. started weeping and it's turned hard. it off and it's then hard. I like had to watch cartoons. Yeah. So I don't really know much about him yeah. except for he was a creep. Yeah. But people that don't run cults are creeps. So it's like he, yeah, he was just, he, The yeah. first episode I saw was like a great commercial the for the cult. Yeah, no, it was like this tracks. This makes yeah. sense. It was, it's brilliantly done. But that's done. like the thing about cults is like they pull they you in with some, a very specific type of person and cults wouldn't work if it was all drivel. It wouldn't work if it was all nonsense. But is there a point where you would have maybe been drawn to join a cult in your life? Do you think you ever like were at that point where you would have? There was a thing in LA that I don't think is a cult but there's this thing called agape in LA. Have you ever heard of that? It's like I've a, heard of it. It's, it's like a, a church. church. It's like an outdoor church. Like I never went but I, I knew a lot of people that went and I was like I just was too much of a workaholic to go like, like I have heard of it I don't know what it is it's agape means love in a language but I was like oh, I should like go to that like I mean I'm in 12 step programs like they're not cults but they you can make them culty if you yeah. like your inner child's running the show and you need an authority figure like yeah. I've seen people you know come into program and like make their sponsor their god yeah, and yeah, like yeah, of course. the sponsor takes advantage of their power you know it's like you know, I see certain like job situations and like friend groups where I'm like, this is not, this is like sick. This is like an addictive, like recreating childhood circumstances thing. Like, so do you think that's why cults thrive on just people that had like a particular childhood? People so- need friends. It's really hard to make friends. People are lonely, man. And connection. I yes. know. That's what I really think the that's end of it. the whole tunnel we're is just connection. all so much pain. And we're also 
Uh-huh. You just want to like, it's just like when you see rallies and when you see QAnon and you like see, it's just like, it's just like, you believe with me, like we're bond, like yeah. you can't leave me. Yeah. You can't abandon me. I feel me. like it's like a, to- like an it's a, yeah, I'm a tribe. Almost. It's like sports. It's like, I mean, sports are cults. When you see people that are like, a pain beating up the, uh, beating up people in the street because they are team on a different team. I've never. I think I texted you this. I've never in my life watched a football game, ever. Football's fun to watch if you can get I past the fact that they're all killing themselves and like they're all giving each other head injuries. I just like can't. It's hard to find a nice cult. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Rajneesh um, Osho cult? Were you into that? Wild Wild Country. I, I, was until I wasn't yeah, yeah. and like I read Osho books growing up so and I, was I, like, I was so into them I, I used to give them out for Christmas oh my god I love the book <laughs> I had no and idea and then I like watched the documentary about it and I was like oh Oops. dear I'm so impressionable yeah and I like want there to be why this does thing. it have to be impressionable why can't it just be forward thinking open and it's a good idea until it's not Right. I can, Until you see the whole... Yeah, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. We like benefit of the doubt when it comes to the legal system. I want people to be good. Yeah. I want to be proven correct that people are good. Inherently good. I think humans are inherently selfish and they're wired to be, but I think they want to be good. But I think when shit can hits the fan... you be selfish and good at the same time? Yeah, I think just when... I think, But I also think that taking, putting yourself first is putting everybody else... Like being selfish is usually caring for others. You know? Yeah. Like, because when you try to take care of everybody else, you just are building resentment towards them. And so, it's exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me just tell you about the love family. <laughs> and then we can rate them. Okay. They name themselves to remind them that each person's attribute is a gift, honor, love, honesty, or contentment. They are called together to help cultivate love, oneness, and the presence of God in everyday life. And no one was killed that we know of. That's what my research came So that's just a... Just love. It's a hang. That's a hang. That's called That's just a coven. A friend group. That's a coven, which I'd like to address that we have a growing <laughs> coven, and I do believe we are witches. And by that, I just mean people that can speak into existence what we believe to be true. Like you'll just candles just made a noise, or a person over there breathing. Oh no! Weird. Who farted? No, I just was like, as Kesha. you're saying this. No. <laughs> I <It's- laughs> if I farted, it would be a fucking monumental occasion. Okay, Hello. please. You're such a- <laughs> I forget the point. I just yeah. heard a weird noise when you were saying that, Candles and that makes popping. me no, feel like whatever you were saying was true, but then it also distracted me. But here's my thing: being scared of people gives them more power. Like I just, I don't play that shit. Like. What do you, what do you, what are you going to, like, here's, here's the fear. The fears of Scientologists that are like, all of a sudden there's a sex tape of you out and it's a deep fake of you in a porn and it's not really you. There's a oh, new. I've been there, done that. I was going to say, like, I, like. Like, come what, bring it. That's bitches. the thing. Once you, all your secrets are out, because that's what they, that's. Once you've been hacked like four times. But this is what all the cults thrive on is they have your secrets and they have collateral. So that's what they do. They record so you. So what if you literally have no secrets, no pride, no shame? That's what I'm saying. You're, what are you, come at me. Come at me, what are you bro. gonna do? What Come are you gonna me, say bro. about me that I haven't already said? We're just gonna give Scientology to your robot. Big F. Yeah, no, she would thrive. <laughs> she can eat it. She would thrive. <laughs> okay, we have bullshit for about fucking seven hours. You're great at this. Really? You're great at this. Don't say this that. Is the, you mean it. This is. I would never. I. This is the best version of a podcast. It's your dog. 
Oh, she farted. She farts. Oh my God. And I'm snoring. I'm yes. so sorry for accusing you, but you were wow. looking down and I looked over. Wow. And I thought I was like, we put him to the night diva. <laughs> She's revealed oh herself. I thought it was a ghost. I thought it was a sign or I thought he was asleep. I don't know. It was a sign. It's a sign we have to end the podcast. <laughs> I had mine very awkwardly, so let's end this one. Awkwardly. Okay. How are we going to end it? I had mine saying, don't ride elephants. Maybe you should have like a like an out that'll eventually be a t-shirt. Don't touch dolphins. Don't go to zoos. You can touch them if they want to touch you if it's consensual. Yeah, but <laughs> only consensual dolphin dolphins touching. are pretty. They are pretty. Uh, what the fuck do I say? It's been. Don't be like Jeffrey Dahmer. Don't kill whales. <laughs>